One. Lift off. Yeah. So. Good morning. Good or morning. Evening, or whatever afternoon. Have a nice day. It's not very nice here. It's a bit grey. It's been grey all week. Yes, I know. It's been a very um, kind of like rainy, but also not rainy. But also, you don't really want to be outside. Miserable, I think they sometimes say. Yeah. Um, Whereas this time last year, wasn't it when we had the nice heat waves? Oh, God, yes. Mm. Um, indeed. Um, people were flocking to beaches um, and breaking mm. uh, social distancing and stuff. Was that this? Uh, maybe. That was May. Like May mm. last year. Yeah. I it was really nice. It was, yes. May was exceptionally um, warm, I believe, last year. I remember I even got, um, I think we went somewhere and I even got a kind of burn. Of course we didn't go anywhere, that would have been... No, I mean, I think we went walking or something and I got a bit of a, oh, like right. a burn. Yeah, we, did, we did quite a lot of walking. Um, which I normally don't really burn. Because yeah. I'm more resilient to the sunshine. No. Um... But, uh, yeah, no, I remember it being very, very nice. And I even bought, you know, a pair of shorts and stuff to have because I didn't have any summer clothes, having in mind last year's glorious weather. And um, uh, still in jumpers. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so British weather for you. Yeah. Unpredictable at best. Mm. Um, but there were a few nice sunny days. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, do you remember we had, um, it was very sunny one Sunday, I seem to remember. Yeah. But they are, they seem to be the odd days rather than the, the norm. And, um, yeah, we're going to be into June in mm. two or so weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Um, unbelievably so. I do hope the weather's going to fix up a little bit. I'm sure Boris has got it all sorted out. Um, it'll probably start improving from May the 17th. Yeah, because we're allowed outside. Absolutely. Well, no, we're allowed. We're allowed inside. I was going to say, the mm. other way around. Whereas I find, <laughs> I keep seeing TikToks of people going to like beer gardens and pubs and stuff and it's hailing and raining. <laughs> Because uh, yes. people have booked these because places are all booked up, so they've yeah. booked these kind of weekends or whatever. And they have to go. And they have to go, and it's, the weather's just miserable. It did rain quite a lot. Oh, there was one day it absolutely poured down. Mm. Do you remember? Mm. It was during the weekend. It just hailed and yeah. rained. And I think that was last Wednesday. Yeah. Well, so I think it's been a couple of days actually. So I wouldn't necessarily want to be sitting outside in a thing if the weather's hailing, but yeah. Ah, but we're allowed to eat outside, so, you know, being British, we're going to do it regardless of the weather. Yeah, and also you're going to have to wear your summer dresses regardless of the weather just because you're allowed outside and um, freeze your tits off. Um, I haven't worn a summer dress for a number of years, um, but um, nor haven't worn any shorts this year. That's because it's not shorts weather yet. No. Um, and also my shorts are all locked up in a drawer, which I can't get access to, but let's not go there. Do you think, I think the way you know someone's truly 
British is I feel like truly British people can just talk about the weather for so long. It's like the first thing you say when you're like in the space, like maybe it's awkward. Like the first kind of thing you'll be like, "What crappy weather?" or "What lovely weather we've been having?" Like I feel like it's such a basic topic of so conversation. Do, not do that in Greece? No. Well, what do they talk about then? <laughs> No, we don't talk about oh, the weather. Oh, it's been sunny again. Uh, <laughs> it's not this? such a common... Well, how do you kind of like break the ice, so to speak, I'd, conversationally? I don't know, but it's not the weather. Hmm. Um, so shall we move on from the weather? Well, yes. Um, <laughs> you're just wanting to prove a point that two British people can talk about the weather. Yeah, it's been five minutes now. We're talking about the weather, yeah. um, and that's only last last week's weather. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on <laughs> um, the coming weather. Again, it just says rain, rain, rain. Uh, yep, I'm not happy about that because for the first time in months. I'm going away from the house. And legally. Legally, and the weather's going to be shite. Um, well, hmm. Um, is it really? I, 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 have a, I don't know. I well, it's not nice. When I looked at it, it didn't have, like, sun Lots emojis. Sun. No, it just had rain emojis. It's all relative. Mm. You know, it's not... If it's not snowing... Yeah, I know, but ugh, anyway, I feel like I get quite, I don't like being outside in the cold for long periods of time, I get quite grumpy. Put a bloody coat on. I don't mind putting a coat on, I'm just saying I get a bit grumpy mm. if I have to like be out, outside for long periods of time. Well, we are still talking about the weather, you know. Right, moving on from the weather. Um, last week we talked about the Yorkshire Ripper. Yes. Uh, anything else you'd like to add about the Yorkshire Ripper that you didn't say last time? Um, you no, did. Not really. <laughs> we left the house afterwards, and you locked. <laughs> you doubled lock the door <laughs> for the first time in a while we do lock our door so don't try bursting into our house but <laughs> you double locked it like you double checked it was locked that <laughs> was because of your ship <laughs> I thought it was because we were talking about him um, no I was just I don't know just a spurt of I don't know um, suddenly realised that I often leave the house without really locking the door properly so I thought well do you know what I might as well do it today. I think it was ripper induced or yeah. crime talking induced. Wow. Um, well, I sometimes, if I'm home alone, I like to check all the rooms, make sure no one's creeped in without me realising. And how would they care to do that? I don't know. I play my music loud. I don't know how thieves are trained these days. Pickpockets. I've seen Oliver Twist. <laughs> I've seen how skilled they can be. Uh, yes. Um, what, you mean old Bill Sykes has been shoving juveniles through the windows? <laughs> You've got to pick a bucket or two. You. 
I've got to pick a pocket or two. So if somebody had crept into the house when you're doing this check, what would you actually do? That's a very good question. Um, I have thought that if I think someone's in the house, I will jump out my window. Uh, your bedroom window? Yeah. Not huge when drop, my... but yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's not a huge drop. And then... Oh, yeah, but then what are you going to do? Then I would either knock on the neighbour's house. Right. Or run into the street and yell fire. <laughs> Call the police. But you wouldn't tackle them? Uh, not necessarily. Why would I tackle them? Why, if they haven't tackled me, I wouldn't go to try and tackle them. Right. Because I don't know what their intentions are. If they just want to steal something or do harm. Or if they're armed or whatever. Um, years ago when I was actually a little younger than you, uh, I was living in a house, and I came back and it was being burgled at the time. You mean the burglar was still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did you do? Um, I chased them. Really? Yeah, they, um, they'd locked the front door so I couldn't get in. And I thought this... Uh, How first weird. Of all, first of all, I wasn't kind of like really thinking. I just thought that my flatmates were in. Uh. and thought they were playing a prank. Um, and I looked through the door and saw the burglars in the flat. Um, what were they wearing? Were they actually wearing, you know, how you'd yeah, think a burglar? They have a bag of swag over no, there. No, but, you know, like the kind of face covering... To be honest, I can't remember. I was, um, just normal clothes. Um, but they clearly were not the people who I lived, lived with. with you, yeah. Um, Anyway, and um, they, because I was at the front, they made a, a, a go you know, at the back. So I ran round and ch chased them. Um, but I never caught up with them. Well, you were more likely to actually not do anything and call the police. Well, I wanted to catch them. Yeah, but if you locked them in, could you lock them in? They'd lock the front door. Could you lock the back door? Well, of course I couldn't lock the back door. They were already gone by the time I got to the back door. Oh. Hmm. That's the whole point. They ran out the back. Uh, so they'd hear you went... So they'd probably lock the door so they, they could... They heard me trying to get in the front uh, door. That's probably why they locked it, so they could hear the noise and then just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They locked it so they wouldn't be disturbed. I'm quite sure that's a standard practice. Mm. What did they actually steal? Uh, very little because... Um, you lived with flatmates. I'm sure there wasn't much of value. <laughs> uh, they um, they stole a jewellery box. Was uh, it yours? Yes, it was actually. Um, an oriental jewellery box. Um, not much in it. Um, and that was pretty much all because it was quite small and they could just like pick it up and run. But what they clearly had done is that they had moved all sorts of stuff, like the record player um, and bigger items, to the back door ready to take. Mm. And because I disturbed them, they just made a run for it and just had literally whatever they could run with. Um, so very little was taken. Mm. Um, but I can't remember how we got onto this subject. So, yeah, I tried to chase them. Mm. 
Whether or not that's actually a good advice. I'm not sure it is. What if they're armed? I don't think they didn't look. But it's, it's just a young bloke. A young bloke. Yeah. Um, I remember when our house got broken into in Greece. Um, they broke a window, and came in. But um, the weird thing is, I didn't see it when I walked into the house, so I just ran upstairs. Mm. And I went to my room and I looked at my room and I thought, "This is a mess." I did not leave it like this. Surely I must have left like a t-shirt and maybe some trousers out, but I did not leave it like this. And then I kind of looked and they'd basically opened up all the drawers in my wardrobe and tipped them all out. They said they were looking for something. Yeah. And they took uh, any jewellery that we had that was good quality, like, um, you know, that had gold in it or something. Um, because I think they probably sold it off. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, they know, isn't you? They're stealing from market. They they know that. Yeah, and I almost wonder if they have like those things that say, you know, like the things people have on the beach that beep. Oh, metal detectors. Yeah, I almost wonder if they have a metal detector with them. Oh, going and oh, that's an interesting concept. Because they didn't just take all the jewelry. It's like they only took what so they thing. knew was good quality. Uh, yeah, but they probably just have an eye. I mean, they know what's going to sell and what doesn't. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and they came and... But it was weird because then when I went up, I just thought, oh my God, what if I'd come up because I didn't see that the house was broken into and i just run up and they were still mm. upstairs. And I thought, that's spooky. Because then mum saw that it was broken into and she yelled for me to come downstairs because she was scared they could still be upstairs right my i guess my reaction was um that they were not as frightened um but um you know they had clearly been disturbed and they were like panicking yeah so um i thought why well, might as well go and chase so them. they can't have been there for very long then I don't think that I. I doubt it. I don't think they've been there very long at all. Um, it is very weird, though. It does feel like a very big invasion of privacy, doesn't it? Oh, uh, that's the thing that got me most. It is very um, spooky. You kind of felt that somebody who you didn't know had been going through your things, and that's the fi- that's what I didn't like. But it's the way that things. I don't know. It's just I. I remember then trying to tidy everything up, and I just felt so creeped out because mm. it does feel very violent because you can tell they're clearly being very quick and aggressive with everything and it's very weird that's because uh you know time is of an essence they don't know you're going to come back and um you know they're just looking for very specifics Mm. as you say in that case jewelry and other things that they absolutely know that they can sell you know they're not um it's really it's not like goldilocks and the three bears where they're actually yeah, who's been sleeping in my bed? That it's very. They have a specific idea of what they want, mm. um, which is based on primarily what they can um, pass on. I Do you guess. think burglaries have went down significantly since the first lockdown? I would have thought so because more people because are people home, are so. at home, so you can't go and burgle them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although didn't lots of shops put up like 
um not cardboard but you know like close the fronts uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because they were I scared really that see. people would yeah uh, it's not that burglars probably went down they probably shifted as much as anything else so mm. rather than domestic burglaries obviously there are a lot of offices and uh, shops mm, empty mm, for long mm. times i'm guessing you know they potentially became targets yeah and empty second homes perhaps well, that was my plan. I jump because I've thought about it. I feel like as I don't know if it's a me thing well, or you a. You're going to become a burglar. No, or a female thing to always think your escape route. Oh. Uh, um. So I thought, uh, I'm more likely to jump out my window. Right. And sometimes, if I do get spooked out, like when I had a nightmare and stuff, I put <laughs> a chair in front of my door. Oh, you've done that. Um, with me before, I think you remember. I can't remember the occasion, but I remember once you said something about you put a chair by the door. Yeah, because I had a nightmare. That was it. Oh, that was it. You had a nightmare. I had a really realistic dream that someone yeah. had broken into the house. Yeah. So I put a chair in front of the door because I always think it's not going to stop them from coming in, but it's going to make noise. Yeah, it'll, it'll give you... It's an alarm system as much yeah. as anything else. So, and I... Sometimes if I feel, and I remember I'd do it sometimes at uni if I'd get spooked out, but I'd put like something fragile mm. so that like a glass or something, so it would break. Right. Um, so I, you, something to make noise. I was staying in a hotel uh, in a... Hotels. I always think it's really easy for people to get into your hotel room. Well... <laughs> if you think about it, you have no security. I, I was staying in this hotel in a northern city, shall we say. I'm not going to um, run the place down because actually I really like the place, but this particular hotel I would not recommend. And <laughs> I got to the room late at night. Um, the door looked as though it had already been kicked in multiple times. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, and probably only needed a good kind of lean on to open it up again. And I just thought... Having seen the clientele in the lobby downstairs, I thought that, um, um, I, again, I put a chair or something up against the door. I thought, I just, I just, um, Don't not feel. convinced I'm going to sleep here very mm. well unless I've got some, some sense of security. Mm. Like the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. I also slept with my wallet under my pillow. <laughs> Do you know the Cecil Hotel? Absolutely not. It's one in uh, LA, I believe. Uh, and a girl died. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about there. That um, mysterious it, it's elevator. Had, in the elevator. It's actually, she's not the only one. There have been multiple deaths there. There have been multiple murders. Murderers used to stay there. Yeah. Um, how very weird. Well, and also she disappeared. Well, it's very odd because uh, there was a, I guess it's CCTV or whatever, but there was a film of her. In the elevator. In the elevator, but then almost coming out of the elevation, having uh, an altercation with something or someone mm. that they couldn't see. Mm. But then what they couldn't work out is then how she, she got, got up to the roof. Into the roof where she was eventually found. Mm but that wasn't i mean the whole that particular hotel um oh it's a mess of a hotel yeah. i saw a thing and the lady that was like the manager i guess she was like oh we'd get 
would call 911 at least once a week. Mm. Like it was not um, very spooky. Mm. Spooky, I think, spooky. Um, Stephen King, the um, fiction writer who writes a lot of scary stuff, I'm mm. sure he based one of the books on Maybe. that hotel. I don't know. I think there's a few spooky hotels in America. Yes. Spooky. I was staying in a hotel in America once, and um, I, 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 I just like wandering around because um, the trouble is when you sometimes stay in hotels on your own, it's just boring sitting in the hotel room. Yeah. So I was just kind of like walking around and sitting um, here and there reading a book or whatever. And this woman came up to me and um, started this conversation. Uh, and it, it, it was very difficult to follow, but it seemed as though, um, and I didn't know whether or not she was trying to, um, I think they used the word in America, panhandle me. I don't know what, what they that mean, means. Basically wanted me to give her money. Uh. Um, but I don't think that was the case. She seemed very concerned that um, um, there was somebody, her husband or partner or whatever, in her room, and she couldn't go back to the room because he was, like, very angry and all of this kind of stuff. And then she talked to me. For, she sat talking to me for ages. Yeah, but that's just Americans. <laughs> um, and was quite intimate, actually, about her relationship uh, and mm. so on and so forth. I thought, do I really want to know this? Mm. And I kind of felt, you know, what, um, what do I do? And I actually said to her, I said, well, if you're really frightened... Um, there are two beds in my room. You can stay in the other and you one. You can stay in one of my beds. And she didn't take up the offer. Uh, and I and then I looked for her at breakfast the next morning and never saw her. And I thought maybe she was a ghost. Mm. Uh, yeah, I do find it funny sometimes how we how different Americans and British people can be. Yes, like how Americans are very like. High energy, very like talkative. No, 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 no. Yeah, and it's a bit of a generalization because yeah, um, yeah, no, not everyone. I think they find us rather rude, yeah, um, sarcastic. I think very. I don't think they they get us sarcastic. sarcastic. Mm. I've seen a bunch of like interviews of like UK kind of. I feel like UK rock stars, for example or musicians or artists can be very not snooty but it's the sarcasm that americans just won't get Mm. so you seem very stuck up i think in some instances but um yeah i don't know uh i don't think i've had a spooky hotel encounter Oh, I've had quite a few, but then I've stayed in lots more hotels than you have. Uh, not spooky, just um, I just meet lots of odd people in hotels. And there was one time <laughs> I thought it was really weird. It says a lot about, well, I think it says a lot about society. Um, um, I was um, staying overnight in Detroit. Detroit. Detroit, America. And uh, this was actually in the Hilton in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
I was queuing up to check in and um, I kind of thought, do you know, it's really odd because virtually all of the four or five people in front of me in this line to check in have not only got tattoos and piercings, they've got extreme numbers of tattoos and piercings. Maybe it was a convention. Uh, well, hang on, let me, you're jumping ahead. And I just like, you know, didn't really think too much about it. And I checked in and I went to the lift and I was standing in the lift and I was realised I was the only person in the lift. Without a tattoo or piercing. significant numbers of tattoos and piercings. And... You felt left out. Um, I said... I said to the people in the lift, I said, um, excuse me, um, am I, because I felt the odd one out. Yeah, I felt, I felt, you I, thought, felt can I you... felt like the freak because yeah. I didn't have uh, all of these tattoos and piercings. And I said, um, if you don't mind me asking, I said, um, are you all together? They said, well, do you not know what the weekend is? I said, no. They said, this is the national Tattoo and piercing convention of the United mm. States, and they had all con- they had all come, come to, to stay in the one hotel um, in order to show off their tats and piercings. Mm. And and it was um, it wasn't the summer. And you uh, said, "Cool, I want to come." It, but it wasn't the deep depth of winter either, because um, uh, they were. Then I went down afterwards down to the you know, the bar, because I wanted to get some food and a drink. And literally, there there must have been hundreds of the people milling around. And even though it was really quite cold outside, they were all wandering around with, like, T-shirts, shorts. Um, women were in relatively skimpy dresses and stuff in order to show off all their body art. Yeah. And I, I sat there at the bar, <laughs> fully dressed, <laughs> without <laughs> any sign of tattooing and piercing but i was i was talking to them and the thing is they just really really wanted to show off you know what they say oh look at the thing on my back and look at this and look at that that's because it costs lots of money to yeah. get it done um but i was the freak in this freak show they're not freaks you can't say that no i know but you know what I mean. but no that's the whole point i was the odd one out yeah yeah, yeah. um Mm, no spooky hotels. Uh, what? I'm trying to think what I actually wanted this conversation to go to, but we've completely <laughs> gone a different direction. Actually, one time when I was in America, uh, the only time I've been in America, one of the hotels, our room was a smoker's room. Oh, what room? Smoking room. Oh, smoking room. And they were like, oh, yeah, here's an air freshener. And we said, why? And no, they said, I'm surprised. They gave you, us a smoker's room. I didn't think any hotels had smoker's rooms anymore. And it stank. When I tell you it stank, it was disgusting. Because obviously if you have people smoking in a hotel, the curtains are going to stink. The carpet stinks. So the whole room just reeked. So we had to um, keep a window open. Like you couldn't air it out. Right. But that wasn't that long ago, was it? I'm, I'm no, no, it's, it, it's not. It's like groups. four years ago, five years yeah, ago. More than that. Uh, five. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I didn't think they even had smokers. Well, that's what I was shocked. That that was a thing. I didn't think it would have been allowed to mm. have such a thing. 
Uh, certainly in the past, it was always allowed, and they would, I think they would um, allocate them almost by floor. You'd have like yeah, a yeah, it was smoker's like smoker's floor, non exactly. Floor it was like a kind of aisle of just these mm. rooms. But I thought that was so weird. Mm. Um, and we accidentally booked a smoker's room without knowing. No, yeah. I'm surprised that they even gave it to you because you we were minors. You know, I was going to say you were minors. I know. Could have sued them for lung problems. Uh, they probably assumed that you're into some kind of illicit drugs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I think I can't think of any weird hotel. Uh, we did stay in a few weird ones in Canada, um, but I don't know if they were weird or they just felt spooky because we were in the middle of nowhere and there was fires everywhere and it was very smoky. Yeah. So it just felt extra depressing because we couldn't really see anything outside. What I'm always struck by um, when I go to North America, or, um, and this is particularly true when we're in Canada, is just the sheer size. I mean, compared to English hotel rooms, uh, and for that matter, oh, some massive. The continent. I mean, do you remember that room we had uh, when we were up in the mountains? It was absolutely massive. We that was a we villa. Both, we had we both that had was a, a villa. A, a massive room each, <laughs> and the, um, uh, there was three rooms. I was going to say there was, an, there was a third, room, and there wasn't was like there? two bathrooms. Um, it was like a ski lodge chalet kind of mm. thing. It was massive, and there was a big kitchen yeah, and but a it wasn't expensive sitting room. And we didn't ask for a, we mm. just asked for a two-bedroom. Mm. It was massive. Mm. It was like a flat. Yeah. If you were to have that in London, <laughs> you'd pay like £2,000 a month for it. Uh, probably more than that. More than that. I was going to say, no, ridiculous. I actually stayed in a really cool um, hotel room in San Francisco once. San Francisco. Where, uh, it was only one room, but it was a very large room. Uh, I remember with a big bed, but it had a log fire in it. Mm. Um, and I remember it wasn't um, winter or anything. But I remember I thought, well, I've got a log fire. I'm going to light the log fire. And I, I, I actually took these uh, cushions and stuff and actually just slept in front of the log fire for a while mm. uh, before I went to bed just because I could. But I would have thought it would be quite dangerous to have a fire like that. Yeah, I was just hotel. about to say, like in London, you're, not, you're barely allowed to open the windows. The windows are locked. I, know, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and, he had, and it was in the centre of, of San, uh, San Francisco and you had a log fire in the room. I thought, wow, gosh, not seen that in a hotel room before. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I did stay recently. We went somewhere with mum and the whole hotel was pretty much empty. We were just the only ones there. And I think that can be quite spooky as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, in a strange sort of way. Um, you kind of think, what's wrong with the place? <laughs> <laughs> what do everybody else I know think it was just because it was COVID, uh, oh, okay. COVID time. So people just weren't really staying anywhere well, i don't know been, what last summer yeah also we went to the mountains during summer whereas most people would yeah, go to the sea to the um but, but no then more people came the next day but we stayed one night when we were the only ones there mm. 
Um, yeah. Well, I hate being uh, in a hotel because, I, as you know, I used to stay in quite a, a number of hotels traveling and stuff. But um, it's when you're the only one dining in the restaurant or something like that. Mm. Um, and you've almost got all of these people standing, watching your every move. Yeah. And you just think, no, go away. Let me eat my meal in peace and quiet. You know, and every two minutes, because they've got nothing else to do, they come, Are you is okay? everything all right, sir? <laughs> yeah. Would you like, yeah. they fill up you know, your water, glass water with another quarter inch of water or something like that. No, just go away and leave me. I just want to relax. It's like eating in a fish bowl, if you see what I mean. Well, obviously that'd be a bit odd. Mm. Like, but um, I feel like we've stayed in some empty hotels every now and then. We stayed in that hotel in Blackpool. Do you remember? That it wasn't big, empty. Victorian hotel. Um, but it wasn't empty though. Oh, it wasn't empty, but I can't remember. It was... It, no, I think what was weird is because I feel like I didn't know about Blackpool before we went. And I kind of got the feeling that it had... Like it used to be the Brighton, like it used to have a glorious it was old days. And it, and it was, it was Brighton of the North. And so the hotel was like glorious on the outside, but mm. clearly just wasn't used had, anymore. Had better days on the and inside. And it was just kind of sad it that sad. it was... And a, that's the whole point. It was a wonderful building, but... And so large that yeah. you could tell that they must have had so many bookings in the past. Mm. And now they could barely afford to like remodel it like that's what it felt like like mm. it felt like they weren't really keeping it up because it was just so expensive mm. and i do wonder whether hotels now have had a massive hit after covid oh, i'm sure they have and they all look a bit dingy i wonder or... whether some of the small independent hotels have been able to keep going i do mm. depends what support they've had from the government in terms of business rates and stuff i guess and I guess a lot of them have just had to lay off staff and shut their doors. Mm. Um, although I kind of, I always do wonder, you know, with hotels that aren't being used, if they could just shelter homeless people. Oh, don't get me on that one. Um, but then again, they need be? funding, like the homeless people, no, not homeless people, people who are experiencing homelessness don't necessarily have the funds to pay for it. Well, so you, yeah. you kind of need... The government or yeah, an NGO someone to, at the end of the day has got to pay to, for something. Somebody at the end of the day has got to pay to um, feed and house them. Yeah, even if it it's... Whether be in a hotel or otherwise. Even, I'm sure hotels would be happy to, you know, give right. discounted prices, not the, you know, the highest mm. rates, but they still need... Yes and no. What I think they would be worried that if they had um, people who were temporarily without a home, that that might detract... No, but the, I'm talking about know. during COVID oh, right. when Sorry, no one's there. Yeah. I'm talking about mm. during times when no one else would have been there. Mm. Um, well, that's what happened to the Hotel Cecil. Yes, I know. They had um, people staying there kind of semi-temporarily yeah, and attracted bad crowds, if you will. Yes, it was... Renowned for down and outs. Yeah. And also, the, the, it, listening about the Hotel Cecil is the first time I, he I heard about Skid Row. Right, what about it? I didn't know it existed. I think 
There's this massive idea of Los Angeles being like so glorious. And then you hear that it has like massive drug problems and homelessness problems and well it's it's um it's a city of um contrast is it not you know you've got ultra rich and you've got ultra I know, poor. but i feel like you don't hear about that you hear about the glamour of it all well of course you hear about the glamour because that's what um social media and i guess that's the television thing films is everywhere. All about. i guess it's the same with london or it's paris just, to be honest, the same with any big city mm, i guess so and for that matter always has been because i do wonder like what do tourists think when they come to london well but they or they, greece or anywhere if they're prepared t- tourists like most people don't really i don't I'm being incredibly generalistic here but they don't see cities they buy guidebooks and they go to the places that are recommended on websites and guidebooks and it's it's you're not really seeing the city you're seeing some mm. um perception if you like of the city mm. you know through um 10 or so particular buildings which are very atypical for all sorts of reasons mm. do you want to know one of my things that i expected it to be completely different than it was as a tourist uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, but specifically the red light district. What, you were horrified I, by it? Or? No, well, in my head, I thought it would be, how should I say this, classier. Like, I kind of thought it would be like women dancing like burlesque in the windows. Like, it would be more like a, board. yeah, it would be more like a kind of like show... I don't know how to explain it. Enticing. Yeah, I don't, like I thought, oh, if there's so many, tu- if it's a tourist destination, then it must be quite fab. Like burlesque is more classy, mm. if that makes sense. Well, I, well it's different. I, it's more well, of, of artistic. I'd find burlesque more artistic than. F- yeah. Clearly saying prostitution. Yeah, but it's, but it's also a performance art. Yeah, that's Whereas what I mean. I kind of thought it was more women performative. Women in windows, they're not performing. They're, they're no. trying to, um, how can I put it, market themselves in order to perform. But then I felt quite awkward that it's a tourist destination. Well, that's a curious thing, is that I can't remember the last time I was there. And then they have these ago. kind of sex shows as well. Right. I which I think that. that's the touristy thing. So they have shows. We didn't go to anything. So I, I don't know what they're like, but they had like every hour or so there was a show. And I'm like, right. but what is it? Is well, it like a burlesque they're, show? They're is it a strip tease? I, I assume they're probably strip tease or something like that. So I was wondering, oh, is this the tourist thing? Right. But it is, it is um, as you say, it's a tourist area. And I can't think of, well, probably t- um, Bangkok in Thailand. I can't think of too many other sex industries that are actually part of the tourist trail. Exactly. I mean, if a tourist asked me, oh, where's the red light district in London? I'm not sure I'd even know. I, I used to in the old days be in Soho, but I think Soho's far more upmarket now. But that's the weird thing. And then I kind of thought, is it being a tourist? Surely it being a tourist destination isn't actually quite helpful for business. <laughs> Because if there's that many people around, maybe people feel more uncomfortable going in or 
coming out? Well, is it ruining know, the business or helping the business? I can't imagine it's ruining it because it seems to thrive there. Does but it, it is weird that it is. And it's not because it's sex work. It's just that in my mind, I thought, oh, if it's a tourist destination, it's more of a show. But um, it may be a bit weird, but, and it's interesting, uh, there's a link here to what we were talking about last week with Jack the Ripper and obviously um, sex workers being particularly threatened by, by Jack the Ripper. Um, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's... It's making right if you push the sex industry undercover, you know, underground. It's making it normalised. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, making it more normalised uh, possibly gives and not a taboo. The sex workers themselves a certain status, mm. and they possibly feel less threatened. I don't know. Maybe there's well, because it's not like in a bad area where they then have to walk. Yeah, you know, it's really, I would say, in the fine area of. The well, city centre. And again, I, have, I know nothing about this whatsoever, so as I'm purely guessing. Um, and obviously in many cities, the sex industry is also very much controlled because it's underground, etc., etc. Mm. It's controlled by pimps who very much exploit uh, the women. So maybe they have more human and rights, it, it actually. It may be that in Amsterdam... Um, the women themselves have greater control over it. Yeah, I think that was a whole thing. I think I read about it, that they were saying that they're much more financially secure. Like, um, they have, like, a not I don't know if they have a union, but basically their job and their work is recognised mm. as opposed to it being illegal um, and depending on pimps, as you said, to pay them and stuff. So, no, it's fair enough, but I I just, I don't know why. I think because it's like a tourist destination, I somehow thought it was more of a right. show. I don't, I don't know. Um, what else did I see that I thought would be different? Bangkok. Uh, the Mona Lisa. That's not in Amsterdam. No, I'm not talking, I'm talking about in general. I think how small it is. Tiny. I didn't even get up close to it. There were so many people. <laughs> but isn't that weird how in your head you think it's different and then you go and it's so small? Well, I kind of knew um, that it was small, well, it is small. Um, so not a surprise to me. I think it's very unfortunate. You can barely see the bloody thing. Because there's so many people in front yeah. of it. I know, no, I, we were far away when we went. Mm. I think I was, I thought the Eiffel Tower would be a bit different. Really? In Actually, I'm not sure. I can't remember what my first, maybe I thought it was very much larger than I thought. Or I didn't think you could go up it. I, I'm not sure what my, I can't remember what my impression, but I do remember being kind of shocked. Like it not being how I expected it to be. Right. But I don't remember what exactly. I obviously have no idea what you're expecting, so I can't really comment um, on that. What else? Do you have anything that you kind of, as a tourist, what? I'm trying to think what the equivalent of London would be. Maybe the London Eye. Is it disappointing? Oh, I think a it's lot quite of attractions in London are very disappointing. I think the I main think thing is the, the waiting the, time the whole, is disappointing. I think a lot of that South Bank area, um, when they turned the old London uh, County Council Hall into... 
Oh, they've got an aquarium downstairs or something, haven't they? And I think it's, it's Shrek yeah, World now. Shrek World. And, oh, and it's mainly... Um, and there's a McDonald's there. And it's just so It's basically a there. kind of... Um, what's it called? An arcade. It's just turned... That's turned very tacky there. Mm. And the waiting times are horrendous. For what? For, for everything, I think. Yeah. I've been to the aquarium... Uh, in the last three years and I think we had to wait for like half an hour and that's the thing that um, well it doesn't bother me at the end of the day but I think it's sad that oh, and the prices are I, ridiculous I think a lot of people come to London and they do quotes the standard London tour and what they miss is there's so much more to London. I think mm. London's a great city. I love, love London. I love walking around London. And there's so many interesting buildings that tourists just don't see because mm. they're just not part of the tourist trail. No, and, and I, I think, think, oh, my God, if you're going to spend half a day in London, why would you want to queue up to go on the bloody London Eye? And I do think that London, some of the London tourist destinations are extortionate. Extortionate. I think the aquarium was like forty pounds. I I have I've taken you there. No, no, but I think when I recently went, and I was like forty pounds for an aquarium. Yeah, ridiculous. I can go to Brighton or Southend and pay ten pounds for an aquarium. Indeed, but that's Southend. I don't know. It was weird. Um, what else in London isn't? Um, Whereas I feel like the Tower of London is very expensive. I'm not. Have I been to the Tower of London? I'm not sure you have. I, I don't thought, think I have. I thought I took you once, actually. Inside? Can you go inside? Yeah. Well, I certainly we've been outside and walked around the um, the bit between the the river and the and the tower. But I can't remember. I thought we did go inside once. Um, I don't remember that. Maybe I was young. Mm. Oh yeah, you were quite young, but. Um, um, Madame Tussauds. I mean, that's huge. We did popular. go to Madame Tussauds. I mean, but again, I, I don't. I just don't understand the fascination with Madame Tussauds. Um, what? Why? Why do you want to go and look and have your picture <laughs> taken next to a, to a wax? I think it's a certain age fascination. Like I wouldn't go now. But you realise that that's one of London's most popular sought-after destinations. Oh yeah. Just why? But I think it's an age thing. I think it's when you're like up to the age of 15. I don't know. Right, okay. Because that's when we went. I was about 15. Do you remember? I think you may have been younger. Uh, maybe 13. Um, hmm. How do we, why are we talking about tourist destinations? <laughs> I was talking about tourist destinations that are disappointing or different than what you expected i think many of them are disappointing full stop mm. oh i went to the london dungeons i um, haven't been to the london dungeons um i i did this um for well reasons i'm not going to explain but it was actually a bit of research to actually see how they presented it and um oh it was ghastly it was absolutely awful what in it do you mean it in the way that it's meant to be scary, so it was scary awful, or do you mean like the equipment oh, the whole, was the crappy? The whole experience was just awful. But what um, do you do? Do you just walk around, or is it like a ride? No, you're first of all you you're not free to do anything. You're herded around. You have to um, go in um, groups. Go in groups. You're very directed, um, and then you're penned in. So they take you to a room, and then they 
something happens in the room and you know it's all meant to be scary and the, uh, and then you go on to the next one um oh, oh, it's just <laughs> i do wonder what the shrek one is like possibly similar similar I don't know. but with donkey i do want to go to harry potter though to yeah, warner I've heard good things about that i heard that's really good i think you're possibly about 10 years too old though uh no I don't see why you'd say that. We did look at, did we not look into going once? Mm. And I can't we remember. did, we but did. But that's very expensive as well. And also it's booked you out. You have to like mortgage your house in order to get in. <laughs> I think you have to book it really early. Yeah. I assume they must be reopening soon. Mm. Yeah. Well, Maybe we, we should go, go if out. the weather's nice. Because I think it's Back more nicely made, I guess. I have no idea. I, and it's large, just like a big park oh, as yeah, opposed yeah. I to think just. It's, um, isn't it an old film studios? Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's got part of the sets and it's got. I don't know. I still quite like to go back to. and. Um, this sounds a little tacky. I'd quite like to go back to Disney World. I would love to go back to Disney World. I re- I've been begging my friends. Um, Even though that's quite expensive. Because when we is. went, but, I was... But then you're, you're kind of there for an entire day. Yeah. And you don't... There's not almost a minute of that day when you're not doing something. Exactly. And it's just priceless, is it not? <laughs> If you're doing it, the food is extortionate. Yeah, well, that's true of all of these places. All like, of these places. Like Centre Parts and um, um, other places. Um, just all kind of theme yeah. parks, I think. Yeah. But I want to go again because when all we towns, went... That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, when we went, I was 13, 14. Actually, there's a, there's a trend here. Do you, do you know what? Every time we go to these places, we went to Orton Towers and it absolutely bucketed down with rain so much so they had to shut down most of the rides we only went on one ride and then we had know, to leave be- yeah, because, <laughs> because it rained rain. and we went to we went to <laughs> disneyland oh we disney went to World an in inside Paris. thing they had and remember it rained so much they cancelled the parade no they delayed it don't oh, be dramatic okay. they delayed it it got delayed for a little while um but it was absolutely it was torrential yeah but I think that's because we're going on kind of off-season. No, we weren't. This is the bloody summer when we're in um, Paris. Was it? Yes. Okay. Well, but what I was going to say is when we went, I was kind of like early teens where you get very embarrassed and you're trying to be an adult and, you know, you're like, I'm not a kid anymore. Mm. So I didn't take any pictures with any of the characters because I just thought it was so embarrassing. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And I was too grown up oh for this. God. I, I didn't want my picture taken next to Mickey. Ugh, I'm not 10 years old, Dad. That was two years ago. I'm 12 now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I do regret that, like, whereas I feel like now I take a picture with everyone. I don't care. <laughs> um, I'm quite sure there's a TikTok coming on. I'm as well. secure with who I am. I don't feel that I'm too old or too young. Mm. So, um, I do want to go back and Maybe not... Maybe you should go there for a girls' weekend. Not have the embarrassment of, I'm too young. Mm. Go and get the autographs like all the kids do. Uh, I bought a jumper. But I remember just being embarrassed of like buying childish stuff. So I got like a hoodie, but mm. one that didn't seem too yeah. 
childish or it's, being a teenager is such a weird age. Um, but yeah. You weren't a teenager, you were 12. I was like more like a tween, early yeah. teens. Maybe yeah. I was 13, not 12, I don't remember. Um, um, yeah, I want to go to Disney. You were just trying to be so cool and grown up and you're like, oh God. Yeah, I probably had it, my It did take you a while to my get fringe. going. It's like, also you were like, mm, do I really, and you didn't like, oh, do we really have to do but then we got into routine where uh, we I don't want to go on the teacups. Yeah, we got into routine where we could, um, when we went around late at night, we didn't have to queue so much. Or we'd pre-book for a specific lunchtime mm. when everyone was eating. Yeah. And we'd go on the Indiana Jones one. Uh, yeah. Was it Indiana Jones? But yeah. The one with the train. Yeah. Which you went on several times. One was the Indiana Jones, and I think the other one's like Rocky Mountain. Yeah. I don't know. And the I one think... that I hated, oh, was, is it Guitar Hero? I don't know what it is. It's one indoors in the dark. Absolutely hated it. The ones in the on, indoors in the dark, because they're in the dark, you... I can't tell what's happening, and I point. hate so it. So you mentally don't prepare for it. So I, I and I kept trying to find lights so I could tell where I'm going. That's the whole. That's the whole point. That's, that's a different sensation because even if you're on the outside ones, you can see the thing, whatever it mm. is, the, the drop or the whatever mm. coming up. So your body is like mentally preparing yourself. Whereas the dark ones, and you can tell when it's finishing. Whereas the dark one, I was just like, this could be going on forever. I can't tell if it's been an hour or two seconds. I remember when we went on. I think it was the Indiana Jones one, and I said, "Oh, you know, are you are you happy to go on this?" Because we watched it for a while, and you said, "I'm fine as long as it doesn't go <laughs> upside down." And I, I, I could see that it did, and I thought, "Oh, I, oh, well, I, I couldn't don't see think it." it does. <laughs> Because we couldn't, I couldn't see it from the outside, and then the minute we were on, I saw the loop, upside the down loop, and I said to you, "Oh my god, it goes upside down!" And you're like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's just a small loop." And then I loved it. Yeah, you loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe we should go to um, thingy. I should have a video of that somewhere. Really? Yeah. That's risky. What if you drop your phone? I don't think it was on the phone. I think it was on the camera. What if you drop your camera? Well, it's all, the cord is all wrapped around my hands and uh, what have you. I, how spooky. Mm. Well, I had a completely different topping in mind and yet we've derailed completely. Derailed her. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Disneyland, I feel like, was up to the expectations. They're really good at having, like, the dream... Well, that's what they manufacture, isn't it? It's weird. It's actually quite weird how, when you think of how, like, every little detail is intricately kind of like all the buildings when you walk in like the plants like everything is isn't life like that no, no. <laughs> um yeah i'd also like to go to the american one i feel like the american one maybe is like more and um, there are two in america there's one in california and one in florida One's Disneyland, I think one's Disney World. Are they like the Paris one, but on crack? <laughs> um, I went to the one in L.A. L.A. Oh, a very long time ago. Um, in fact, when I was your age. Hmm. Um, I've never been to the one in Florida. And what was it in fact, like? I've never been to Florida, full stop. 
alligators. Um, I, I I know people who you know, rave about the ones in Florida because the thing is in Florida, I think it's in addition to um, the weather's nice. Well, a the weather's you know very predictable, um, but there are other things there. Something called the Ipcot Center, I think it is, and I don't know. There there are other things that you uh, go okay. to. I don't know. Um, and they do the whole thing. And, um, yeah, I've heard that, that, that people very much enjoy it. Mm. Well, yeah. I don't think... But when are we allowed... I don't know. I feel like travelling abroad right now just seems far too complicated. Uh, yeah. I, I, that, that I'm not sure it's worth it. I don't want to even get For a year or so. I think it very much depends on the country and um no but like to go you can't go to france for a weekend like you would have gone to go to disney you can't just take the eurostar yeah, go too, no it's just too complicated to do that because all the tests you've got to have yeah and then specific oh. well also i just don't um places like disney land are still not open are they because they what uh, you can't do is have the mass i think they are in america but in america guidelines oh, but, are america's america yeah um. Mm. So maybe they're going to be more expensive or cheaper, so they have people. I don't know. They might go the other way around. They might have a price drop in order to mm. lure people back. Have nice packages. Mm. Oh, now that is worth looking into. We were watching TV the other day, and we got an advert for a um, Disney cruise. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yes. Disney Cruise. Going into cruise that. ships. And maybe that's diversification again is a COVID thing. That they've not um uh made money from the Because they can just do whatever they want on international waters. Ha. Huh. Um well partly <laughs> that, but also uh, I don't know, you you can you can crowd control more in cruise ships mm. in in a in a way, I guess. But when there was the first Corona oh, yeah, thing wasn't there? People stuck on cruise yeah, ships for like a month um, out out Japan way, I think. Yeah, um, because there'd been an outbreak and obviously it just went through the whole ship. Yeah, and then they were running out of stuff. Anyway, we're running out of time. He, <laughs> okay. we've spoken for far too long. Have we? Yes. Um, what have we actually talked about? Well, we've just had it's been an hour. Just yeah, we talked about hotels uh tourist traps yeah. i guess uh yeah yeah okay so welcome well, to the hotel california i don't know if we're running out of topics and we're just chatting stuff but if you want to hear us talk about anything specific uh send us a message follow uh subscribe like and all of that business and have a nice day indeed and give us feedback feedback we want feedback yeah give us a grade 